Good evening. I am Anchor Pete, and I'm here with my daughter, Pepper. Hola. And we are here to discuss episode seven of Superman and Lois, which was entitled Man of Steel. And you know what, Pepper? I am super excited to talk about this episode. This episode, within a matter of like three or four scenes, totally changed how I feel about this show. Um, yes, I mean, I thought it had better content than the rest of um, the entire show series because I thought I was getting repetitive after, as I've said multiple times in the past. Okay. Um, but this episode was more unique. Why was it more unique, Pepper? Well, for instance, I liked how we got to see flashbacks from Lex Luthor's past. Who turns out his name isn't Lex Luthor. Do you remember what his name was? Like Peter something. His name, no, that's me. I'm Peter. His name was John Henry Irons. John Henry Irons. Yeah. Kind of goes with the whole mechanic thing. That's right. Well, do you know the the like the fable of John Henry Irons? No. Oh, well, okay. That's like an American folktale. It's about this guy who worked on the railroad tracks, right? Mm-hmm. And he um, raced against a train, or not a train, a machine that would put down pieces oh, of the railroad. Oh, I remember. They remember? had like um, yeah. a, a Disney animatic of it. Yeah, yeah, and ended up dying, right? Well, I'm about to. Yeah. Well, I'm about to play Mother Goose right now and tell you a story about a different John Henry Irons. You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So in the comics, at one point in the '90s, I think it was 1992, Superman died. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, no. Okay. Well, that was a real big deal. Wait. So in just one comic or in multiple comics? It was like a big event, and it led up to his death. And then when he died, it was in Superman issue number 75, and that was a real big deal. He got killed by Doomsday, right? Uh, yeah, I think I heard about that. Yeah. In that comic, um, he died, and then a couple of months later, they still had all the Superman comics going, and there was four of them, right? Mm-hmm. And each comic featured a different guy that claimed that he was Superman brought back to life. And one had, like, a cyborg face, and one was a clone, but it was, like, a young kid. It was, like, Superboy, right? Mm-hmm. And there was one, which was a guy that had steel over his entire body. He had an armored suit, and he was an African-American guy. And you know what that guy's name was? John Henry Irons. Boom! That's right. So that's what John Henry Irons is from the comics, right? And when Superman came back to life, because superheroes always do. I mean, can't kill one off after you've made multiple series and people grow to love that character. It'd be devastating for the whole fandom or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Actually, that was like the biggest thing in comics when Superman died in the 90s. That sold millions and millions of comic books. That was like probably the most comics have ever been bought in that time period. And so um, when um, Superman came back, John Henry Irons still stayed as a superhero. He still wore this armor, but he went by the name of Steel. And, and was um, he the real Superman or was he just lying? Uh, it turns out that all those four guys, none of them were the real Superman. And the real Superman came back to life. Like, like in a different way. Then why would they all claim that they were? They all had like different reasons. He just claimed to be Superman because he was trying to be like a symbol for his community and stuff. Oh, he wanted to make them believe that Superman was brought back. That's right. In order to restore their faith in humanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, guys, I just did this whole big lecture to Pepper about uh, John Henry Irons and Steel, right? But the reason why is because John Henry Irons being on the show is like way, way more interesting to me. Than an alternate reality Lex Luthor. Which do you think he's gonna be? The one of the, that one that claimed he was like the Man of Steel, or um, like the one from the Railroad. I think I personally like the Railroad story better. But oh, oh, well, no, no, that it's definitely the one from the comics because he's yeah. The comics in in the comics, they talk about how he was named after that guy. I think it would be cool if they had someone from like a folk tale or something. 
There are some superheroes that are from folk tales. There's actually like, do you know who Uncle Sam is? Like, the... yeah, the Captain America. Not, not, not <laughs> Captain America. But you know, he like he's a representing thing for America. Yeah, yeah, he's like a mascot, right? There is an Uncle Sam superhero, and really? yeah, yeah, and he's in the DC universe. Just Out like of all and mascots that you choose, they chose Uncle Sam. Yeah, he's cool. He like rolls up his sleeves and he kind of like walks up and punches guys. And you know what? His strength. Is based upon people's love and their patriotism, their love of America. So if people aren't feeling the love of America, he gets real weak. Do you like that? Yeah. All right. All right. So anyway, that's a bit of bad war that we just lost. Lost. Yeah. Lost. Yeah. Yeah. So, Uncle Sam will be weak. Yeah. And, and so, okay. So here's the deal, Pepper. You ready? Uh, in that see in the flashbacks where we saw John Henry Irons, because that's who he is. He's not Lex Luthor. Um, we also got to see his life. Who is he married to? Lois Lane, and he has a little child named Natalie or Natasha. We're assuming one of those two because he calls her Nat Bug. That's right. And you know why I'm going to assume it's Natasha? Because he did say her full name at one point, but, you know, we just watched this, so we couldn't, like, rewind. Um, is because in the comics, Steele has a niece, and her name is Natasha. Mm -hmm. And she's just like him. She invents shit, and she also, like, wears, like, a suit of armor just like him, too. Oh, I cursed. I'm sorry. It's all good. Um, yeah, I would not, like, not be dead in that apocalypse. I hate to say it, but mm -mm. <laughs> um, I ain't going to live to know Superman. Well, why don't you tell us uh, what you thought about Natasha, because you had some comments on her. She had a nice fashion sense. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that seems like a little too biased, but yeah, other than that, I think she seems kind of strong and independent, but at this one scene, she was really sarcastic. I guess it brought around the apocalypse to show her true colors of being nice. <laughs> Yeah. Um, just like put it down for now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The apocalypse is, it seems like the apocalypse is going to happen in the regular world too, in Metropolis, right? My theory is that, um, what's it called? If it does happen, it's probably going to be because the military attacks Superman mm -hmm. and to get revenge, he like, I don't know. People. <laughs> yeah, well, but one thing that they did show when they started to show this alternate reality was that it wasn't just Superman. There was actually quite a few other, like, super people. And I was thinking that they were from... Corruption, maybe. Well, Corruption I think that... Of the soul of kryptonite. Or right. I think that Morgan Edge probably made these other Kryptonians, right? <laughs> and that, um, in this alternate reality, and that I still have that theory that they are sort of possessed by dead Kryptonians. Like like their souls are in them. That's yeah, but wouldn't dead Kryptonians be like good? Maybe I don't know. Like in one of those things where you know that like stupid alien movie where you got that giant blue head. What <laughs> the hell are you talking I about? The name of it, but there's like this alien with the giant blue Megamind? head. Megamind. Yeah, Megamind. Yeah. And <laughs> like he's evil, but then he got like that cousin that everyone likes. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Not that cousin, but you know, a sibling. Not a sibling. The, the one that seems like Superman, right? The other guy. Yeah. Yeah. Brad Pitt does his voice in the movie. Yeah. Then that's 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 what's gonna happen in Superman and Lois. What what is a, a giant blue-headed aliens gonna show up? Like no, what, what is no, no, happen? no. I'm gonna say that like some of them are evil, some Kryptonians. And oh, some yeah. of them have giant blue heads and others don't. Yeah, well, like in the comics, that is common. There are evil Kryptonians. There are a lot of Kryptonians that feel like hey, we've done so much more with our planet before it was destroyed than humans have. So let's get rid of the humans. There's many Kryptonians that feel the way. Well, that's, that's kind of stupid, though. 
Because, like, yeah, we're so great. Let's just kill a bunch of people. We had a great government. Hey. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, um, with with the uh, with the evil Kryptonians, right? That's something we've actually seen in the live-action Superman movies, too. Like the Christopher Reeve Superman movie and uh, Superman 2. And then, of course, Man of Steel, too, which that has the same title as this episode. In the movie Man of Steel, that Superman fights some evil Kryptonians, too. And there's they always kind of reference that Zack Snyder Superman in this uh, this Lois Superman Lois show, right? Because whenever Superman gets mad in the show, what does he do? Like, go laser eyes. You know, I actually thought that was pretty brutal for Superman. I feel like he'd have some more restraint rather than about to like knock this guy's lights out. Oh, who simply he didn't even hear his explanation, and I feel like Superman would take more time to pause and observe rather than. Oh, yeah, yeah, it looked like he was going to punch John Henry Irons' head off, right? Yeah, I mean, it looks like he was going to die. I mean, if Superman punches you and he's really trying to kill you, you're probably going to die. Yeah, and he's just a human, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, they're kind of alluding to the idea that, like, Superman might just, like, lose his patience. And, you know, there's been many scenes where people have gotten the upper hand on him and they've, like, really hurt him. Whether it was that guy that you liked with the chewing gum and the gun. <laughs> Right, or if it was um, the soldier that shot him with kryptonite last week, or in this case, John Henry Irons made his steel hammer. That was that was when I got really excited because he called his hammer to him like he was Thor. And no, but it was really just magnets on his glove. Right, right. he had that special glove and it brought the hammer. I don't over. know why it wouldn't be kind of like dragging towards him very slowly while he was talking, because even if you propel your hand forward, the magnets are still going to be working from a bit farther away. Stupid, no, it wasn't like he just had magnets and like, because then all the metal in that room would have went right to him, right? Yeah. No, he had like some kind of special charge that he turned on that made the hammer I come see. to him. But and then when all the magnets in the room come towards him then too? I don't know, Pepper, you're thinking a little bit too much into it. But uh, with that hammer, he explained how he's like, oh, you know, if I hit you from this distance, it's going to do this. And if I hit you from this distance, it's going to do this. And he just like wailed on Superman. And he was really beating him up. Not to mention that he made these lights on his uh, little Winnebago that he has. I don't know how that would hurt Superman. If I was only weakness was Kryptonian. Kryptonite? Kryptonite, sorry. Kryptonian. Yeah. <laughs> Superman uh, has a couple of weaknesses. Did you know that one of them is magic? Magic? Yes. Magic? Yeah, yeah. That is so lame. Well, you got... Like, Zatanna would whoop him then. And Zatanna has whipped him before. And Captain Marvel is... I mean, not Captain Marvel. He's called Shazam now. But he is powered by magic, too. And so he's beaten up Superman before, too. Hey, wait. I have one question. Go ahead. Well, no, not a question. But I want to change topics. I want to point at the scene that stood out very much to me. Where it was like... Um, Jordan and Jonathan were fighting again. Yeah. But then... Jordan was having one of his headaches, and then Jonathan just goes wham into the wall to make his headache worse. And then I noticed in the next scene afterwards, um, Jonathan's like, "Oh, Jordan, are you okay?" I'm like, "Bruh, you hitting the wall probably made that a lot worse." Um. Uh, well, yeah. So we should probably give some context to what you're saying, right? So with this episode, it began with uh, uh, Jordan having these issues, right? Where this is just like what I was talking about before, how it's very similar to the uh, Zack Snyder Man of Steel, where um, Superman as a kid, he's like overwhelmed by all the sounds he's hearing at once and it's really bothering him, right? And so in Man of Steel, the movie, he has to just focus on a specific sound, right? In that case, he focuses on his mother's voice. 
Yeah, and it's, it's just very similar to that movie. And so in this episode, they're trying to get Jordan to focus on a specific sound. He tries to focus on the sound of a clock. He tries focusing on water dripping in a sink, and he doesn't have any success. Well, he eventually does focus on what? He focuses on his girlfriend, Sarah Weiss, which he has creepy pictures of on his phone for some reason. Yeah, well, your mom had a good point, though. She said that, like, that's the one picture of her smiling. Like, she never smiles on this show. <laughs> so I actually didn't even recognize her. I was like, wait, is that Sarah? Oh, she's smiling. Yeah, yeah. There's the difference. Yeah, so he's he's focusing on Sarah, and then what happens when he focuses on her? He hears um, Jonathan and Sarah having this conversation. It kind of sounds like they're a thing, like a couple dating, maybe. They're being a little flirty, I guess, with each other. Yeah, I guess it's the context. But, I mean, I don't know what he's going to expect. He goes away for, like, weeks at a time because he's sick. He lies, makes up these lies. And then little Mr. Twin Brother come around. He's also a football player, looks very much like the boy. And, um, you know... All that crap. So I'm like, he's just your replacement, basically. You think that Jonathan is... Wait, which one is replacing which? Jonathan is replacing Jordan? or yes. I see. In Sarah's heart, at least. Because, I mean, actually, there's been more scenes of Jonathan and Sarah interacting with each other rather than um, Jordan and Sarah. Mm -hmm. Because when they do, Jordan's like, oh. Awkward. <laughs> Hi, Sarah. Yeah. That's not well, and then he got real mad at Jordan. Oh, okay. Well, you know, but the thing is, right, is that Jonathan maybe has another option himself, right? Another. Oh, yeah. We kid. forgot about that part. But she was like, she's way out of your league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you ask me, I mean, they're okay, I guess. Mm. Not really a great. I mean, like Jonathan and that other girl didn't learn her name. Uh, I wrote down her name, actually, because I take notes. And so her name was Tegan Witcham. Oh, or Witcham from now on, because that's a cool last name. Yeah. Anyways, Witcham. Yeah. Uh, Witcham. Uh, yeah, I guess I, she seemed pretty nice, but, like, bro, the flirting on these CW shows, it's just so bad. It's so obvious. You know, you're supposed to make, like, little passes that people barely notice, but they're just, like, Okay. The entire time. Yeah, so yeah. Well, all right. Well, you know what? I, I can't really think of anything much else to say about this episode besides that um, I'm just really excited that John Henry Irons is steel, essentially, and he's on this episode. I'm glad it's not Lex Luthor from another reality. It's interesting how we thought it was Lex Luthor because his, like, armor was um, – he, he stole the armor from Lex Luthor, essentially. And so the armor thinks that he is Lex Luthor. But it's just John Henry Irons. What I do think what? is that he did not steal that armor. He made it himself. It was obvious because he was like the little girl put like a little bug on it, and she's like, "So you remember me in battle?" Oh yeah, but I think that um, he built that armor based on Lex Luthor's armor, and, and I... he stole his little theory. Yeah, right. Exactly. It has like the artificial intelligence from Lex Luthor. So, um, but John Henry Irons in the comics also started out in the military, just like this John Henry Irons. And then besides that, um, I do think that he's going to just essentially become good and he's going to be one of Superman's allies by like the second season of this show. So I do like that they're sort of building up the Superman mythos. Because like I said in the beginning of this episode, um, there's other Superman characters. There's obviously his cousin, Supergirl. Maybe pull of Superman turned evil. Yeah. And there's actually two versions of Superboy, too. There's this clone that I mentioned before. And you want to hear something kind of interesting about the clone? What? Is he evil? 
No, no, he's he's always he's been good all the time. But um, they had Superman's DNA, but it wasn't complete, so they need to put some human DNA in there. And you know whose DNA they used? Peter Parker's. Spider-Man from the Marvel Universe? Yeah. <laughs> that, that would have been a little tricky, but... Yeah, that'd be cool. You get Spider, Superman, and human DNA all in one. So, the DNA they use is Lex Luthor's DNA to make the Superboy uh, clone. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. I think that's really cool because he's like part Superman, so part Lex Luthor. Maybe he's a boy then? Where do you get this boyness from? Because... Maybe like a 50-year-old man like the rest of them are? <laughs> well, he... he had to grow like he was in the process of growing in like a tube when he escaped oh. <laughs> yeah and then and then just to kind of tie into what you were just saying about spider-man you know here's a little side note but there was one time when the marvel universe superheroes and the dc superheroes fought each other there was a big crossover right and uh, it was very popular and this weird event happened where characters from both got merged into like character like single characters together like batman and wolverine merged together i mean wolverine they became Dark Claw. Really? And Dark uh, Claw? And that, that Superboy that we're talking about actually did merge with Spider-Man. <gasps> I knew it! I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. Yeah. And then we got Spider-Super Lex Luthor Child. There you go. All right. So that is our episode for today. Thank Splinter. you guys so much for watching. I came up with a name. Very nice. I actually really like this episode. I feel like the show might be on an upward swing now. We'll see, though. And yeah, is she going to be in love interest? Oh, your mom just commented. She said, "Is the new bad guy's daughter, uh, Natba, going to be a love interest?" For she's the dead. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. But yeah. she's probably dead. Um, no, no, no. She, uh, if anything, if she's dead or alive, she's on another reality. So I don't think she's going to be interacting with these boys. But however, we have been introduced to new love interests. I want to add very quickly. There was that girl, like I don't know, Sally, whatever. Um, and she was, she's gonna get killed by Morgan Edge. I turned oh, into a oh, weird little the, the woman, the woman that's the friend with uh Lana Lang or Lana Cushing, right? That that was a little awkward side plot in this episode that I, I thought was kind of I was like, what is this? This isn't very interesting, but it's just that they're trying to hire new people so that they can test out the ex kryptonite on them. So you think that she's gonna be turned into a Kryptonian. I think you're right. Yeah, I think she's gonna be one of them freaky ones flying around. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But hey, um, if you ask me, when they showed that little clip of the side Superman's in the corner, or you know, when it was like the apocalypse in the other world. Yeah. Um, they all looked like Superman. Yo, I, I mean. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna come to their reality just like her dad, obviously. Obviously, and well, she's not dead. Even if she is alive or and uh, she does make it to the other reality, one thing that is uh, the case with Natasha Irons, who steals niece in the comics, is that she's actually a lesbian. So she might be interested in oh. one of the female characters instead. Is she going to hook up with Sarah? They leave in them stupid twins. Yes, yes. That I actually would be happy if she got with Sarah. <laughs> or maybe she got with this Tegan instead. Who knows? Tegan Wolfface or whatever. I, I think it's oh, Witch, Witcham. It's it's not a wolf face. Uh, that's another character, I think, altogether. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. This is now on the uh, Comic Books Unleashed channel that I have with Brian. Brian and I have another episode coming up where we're going to discuss the final few episodes of Jupiter's Legacy. We're going to be discussing episodes, uh, I think it's five, six, seven, and eight. So the last four episodes. And during that discussion, we're also going to be talking about um, the Eternals trailer, which just dropped. 
Brian and I are going to have that discussion tomorrow night live at 9.30 Central Time. Okay, so you guys can join us so then. We can be cool if Nabbug or whatever her name is come with Jordan. I ship them. <laughs> okay, you, you go write that fan fiction. But we will talk to you guys next time. Have a